So I listened to this lecture or panel yesterday by Heritage Foundation, and it covered the three uh, three presidential houses, uh, Jefferson, Madison, and Washington's presidential houses, and the tours that um, uh, exist today, and how um, organizations like the SPLC are donating immense amounts of money, at least to Montpelier House, presidential house, uh, and they're fundamentally changing um, what's prominently displayed, the narrative, the stories, the history. They're focusing in on, you know, um, slavery, uh, making it all about slavery, the evils of slavery, and not putting it in the context of the time uh, and not um, giving attention to the history of these men. So um, I had this idea. How could you how could you retain some of the good history on these tours um, if they have you know completely gone woke? Um, you might have an expert record an audio tour um, for people that want to hear, you know, historically accurate things or some good things maybe about Madison, right? <laughs> and the Constitution. Um, maybe you could provide audio uh, segments. Um, you know, maybe Heritage Foundation could do this or some other private entity maybe a business, and the idea would be provide uh, information for people that don't want to just go there and be programmed and manipulated and have, you know, CRT ideology shoved down their throats. I mean, it's fine to um, explore the life of slaves and slavery, and we can condemn it today, right? Um, but to, fo to completely focus on that, to make that the focus of these uh, presidential homes, um, right, while, while not talking about any of the accomplishments of these men um, separate from slavery is sort of just to promote an ideology, right? Um, and perhaps, you know, wokeism has crept into virtually every single institution. And we can now, we can't trust any institution, including museums at this point. How do you combat this, right? Well, you could provide an audio tour as a supplement, right? Somebody could go to the museum, understand, you know, exactly what they have on display and talk about it from a different point of view. Um, and this would probably piss a lot of them, the people that work there off, right? This, but they can't do anything about it. Um, they wouldn't be able to stop it. Uh, perhaps they might say no headphones, but that'd be kind of ridiculous. No cell phones, but that's ridiculous. Um, uh, I was thinking about, you could extend this idea. First, I thought about Pokemon Go, where you're like interacting with your environment, but there's some kind of display on your phone. Um, you could have this exist. You'd have little audio tours of historical important sites in your city. Um, you could, and I was thinking about just now, Heather McDonald wrote a piece about 
the Chicago Museum of Art last year, they basically wanted to hire black people as full-time jobs. So they had to fire all of their white volunteers that were like museum guides. Um, you know, so you could in theory have these people do recordings uh, and then have an audio version. So it's like they're there giving you a tour, um, you know, so that could even work for, for something like that. This might be an interesting business concept. Um, and maybe you could advertise or sell it by giving discounted tickets or have like heritage foundation or other institutions like that promote it. Um, maybe you'd have ads in the audio so that maybe you could make money that way, like a podcast, like some podcasts do. And then, um, I think, I think this could take off. Um, I think people are, are very distrustful, right? Of even museums today, especially if they have sort of the CRT woke narrative and they want to celebrate their history. They want to learn about the United States and they're looking for sources of truth and people to be honest, to talk about the good and the bad, right? To talk about slavery, but put it in context and don't make the entire thing about this when it's you're going to see a presidential house you also want to learn about the president right um the good things that he might have done so do i think this is good for the country to have something like this not really but i mean the the only alternative is to not do anything to not fight the culture war right to just let woke people take over all these institutions right and their ideology and their ideas spread and us to not do anything about it. I don't think that's a good idea. I think that people are hungry for um, alternative explanations from people that are not on the woke left side. They're sick and tired of woke people running all these institutions. Um, they're sick and tired of their history being changed, right? Or being um, thrown out the door. You could even have an audio tour of like, monuments that have been taken down and their historical significance you can have an audio tour like so even if it's taken down you could say hey go here and then play the audio and then it'll explain the monument its historical context and then you know talk about how it was taken down and talk about how that's how is that okay right kind of kind of challenging this idea that they can just take down our monuments um so these places that used to be like where the Robert E. Robert e. Lee statue was, these places, right, that used to be where monuments stood and then they were taken down by the left in their mob-like way and their mob-like fashion when they were rioting after George Floyd. Um, these could be places that people go to, you know, click on an audio segment, learn about the learn about the monument, its history, and then uh, learn about the taking down of it. And then maybe, you know, I think that in the Robert E. Lee case, they probably put some, I think they were going to melt down the statue and people offered to buy the statue actually to preserve it. They Blacks wanted to melt it down and make something else out of it. That tells you how vindictive, right, these Blacks are. <laughs> because let's be honest, it's mostly Black people, right? That are, that are trying to change history 
1619 project, right? So this panel that I watched yesterday, just, it was a very sad, like, panel where this one lady who wrote a paper too. Um, you can find it probably on Heritage Twitter. But um, she was just going through, you know, the different levels of destruction that these woke people have imposed on these historical presidential homes. And she said, one of them is still good. I think Mount Vernon, one of them is okay or bad, Monticello. And the other one, Montpelier is the worst. So Vernon, Washington, uh, Monticello, I believe Jefferson, Montpelier, uh, Adams, or no, Madison. Um, so just talking about how, uh, some big donor, you know, on the left, right. Or the SPLC organization, these nonprofits, they donate right to these, these like presidential, uh, libraries or houses, historical houses. Um, and I think one of them is actually private. I'm not sure how they're run. Um, the article, I just read the first part of the article because I just found it and it seemed really confusing how this one Mount Pillar is run. It has this board and it seems odd talking about genealogy. Um, I don't know how that one's run, but, um, anyways, the woke people have been able to somehow, you know, either through donations or whatever, just the power that they have, um, dictate sort of what is taught, at least out in that Mount Pillar, um, basically word for word talking points uh, from the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, right? Who's very anti-white, <laughs> very pro-CRT. Um, so I think this could be, I think this audio concept, you know, maybe make it fun, have, you know, obviously you need people who were really experts in the subject matter who even you know, was very knowledgeable about the museum. Maybe they go there once a week to see what's changed. Maybe they do all kinds of updates. Maybe they do focus on different um, segments, uh, you know, each week or, but in theory, right, you could, these things would just be available and you could choose whichever audio one you want to listen to on your visit, right? You could even listen to them without going there, you know? So a lot of people can't, you know, these things are pretty far away. And uh, this would be a way for them to um, learn about it at a distance. Although I think it's more fun. I think the whole point of having an audio tour companion of building these thing, of building these audio segments out would be for people that go there. Because I think um, I like this concept of going to a historical place and then uh, getting a nice audio tour of it from an expert. Um, because, you know, you can read what's on the exhibit, right? There may be tour guides there that specialize in whatever tour they're giving, but again, they control the narrative, right? And, and what they're presenting to you may be, uh, have woke ideology and CRT inserted inside of it, right? So it may be giving you a very biased uh, look. Um, and I think people are tired of being manipulated, right? They want to fight against this culture war, and this would be one way to do it. So if we can't change the organization from inside, right? If we can't get the Montpelier Presidential House to 
you know, hire people that oppose this ideology, then we have to figure out a way to do it from the outside. And that is to create your own audio companion tour and then sell that or, or give it out for free. Um, and this would be something external, right? But they can't prevent you from listening to a different audio tour, right? <laughs> they can't prevent you from doing that. Um, and this is a way to sort of attack the culture war uh, from a business angle, right? You could make money off these these audio segments, producing them. You could also um, extend the concept out, right, to local, you know, your Capitol building or whatever monuments that have fallen because of BLM. Um, you know, civil rights history. Um, maybe there's a civil rights museum, right? And I think part of the problem today, and, you know, I'm guilty of this too. You know, we all think of civil rights law as equality under the law. And maybe that was the original text, but, but the, through executive orders or through Supreme Court decisions, it's been perverted, right, to include affirmative action. And so it's just kind of disconnect. Like, so what is really the law, right? And, you know, this is why it's so important that it's challenged at the Supreme Court level, right? Because I'm confused. You know, we have the Civil Rights Act, but then other people are telling me that it's it's not really uh, equality under the law anymore. It's, there's basically entrenched law, supposedly, right? It's just, just this is a court decision. That's not entrenched law to me. That's just a decision from a judge. But regardless, it's treated as law where whites can be discriminated in this country, right? So um, if you go to a museum of civil rights, maybe there's an audio companion, right, that explains, hey, look, we don't, you know, this was passed under the guise of equality under the law. And then all these executive actions or additional, you know, you know cases were decided uh, to basically just throw that out the window. Now it's okay to discriminate against certain groups of people, right? Um, people don't know this. They, they really don't. They don't know that this is the basis, right? The government is mandating that corporations hire black people in, at certain numbers. And this is why they have the trainings and they have to hire a certain number of them or else they get a fine, right, from the government. Uh, a lot of this is being directed th through law, right, that's been passed. And so, you know, I was even thinking, a white person who brings a discrimination case against their employer, would that even work? I, I've heard of some people succeeding in that. But if, in, if it's really in law that, that we can discriminate against whites, then you'd think that they wouldn't rule in favor. So there's all these questions in my mind, and this is getting a little off topic, but I'm going to explore, um, you know, I'm going to look up different uh, types of extra, you know, audio type um, segments that might have been produced for different museums or tours. Maybe this is an idea that's already been done. I don't know, but I think it's very, very interesting.